The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. I'm Clay Link here with Todd Zola of Rotowire and Masters Ball. The usual drill on this Friday. I'm on the verge of a little mini vacation, Todd, taking off well, tomorrow and the next Friday and Saturday. I uh, last I heard it was a guest of your choosing filling in for me next Saturday or next Friday on the spot. Uh, still a mystery. Any any uh, hints you want to give us? No, actually, I I also have I also have to come up with a guest for the Thursday pod. Oh, so you're feeling so, Jeff and yeah. As far uh, as well, actually, you know what? I think I think I am. Uh, now that it, I wasn't sure, I have to I'll double check on that. I thought I was doing the Thursday pod for Jeff. Maybe it's yours, and I need to double check it before I uh, go too far on that. But no, I have not. Uh, I have not. I have not come up with a uh, a guest yet. We shall. Um, It'll be the the mystery the mystery partner, classic yeah. wrestling trope. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah, a partner of your choice. Yeah, we'll we'll find somebody to uh, to entertain the troops, as it were. So uh, who's the third man? Really, yeah, exactly. Could... That's 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 DVR's music. That's DVR's music. <laughs> the mystery partner is one of my favorites. Like when Yokozuna was uh, Owen Hart's tag partner. Some classic mystery men revealed in the in the world of pro wrestling. But Todd, I was watching the game with the Reds last night, and it was a thriller. They ended up losing, which snapped a streak of eight straight road wins and six straight wins overall. So they did lose, but I was thrilled with the performance of not only Jonathan India, who homered, but Tyler Stevenson had a great AB and singled to, to tie the game up. And Two rookies on the road, first jam-packed house of the season. Mm. I'm I'm believing in some of these young kids the Reds have. So pretty exciting time. I, I've given them some grief, but I can do that because I've been with them my whole life. I've been through <laughs> been with them through all the lows. Um, but I'm also I can celebrate them when when they're doing well. So it's it's been a good time to be a fan lately. Right. We uh we talked about India. I don't remember if it was on this pod or one of the XXM shows or whatever, but Kind of gave him a jolt. I I asked if we should drop him, and ever since then, and he's it's not he's hitting leadoff in front of some good batters, and Senzel's Senzel's not coming back tomorrow. You know he's not it's not coming back anytime soon. 
with the way India's playing, who knows? Yeah, I mean, this could stick for. Yeah, that's the, the, rest that's, of the season. Yeah, that's the point. I think between second and third base, they're going to find a spot for India, and uh, it's interesting. Yeah, they've they've got some uh, some pretty good talent on that team. We'll see if they can, especially because that division's wide open. Maybe they could sneak into the postseason. Maybe they'll be buyers instead of sellers, which I kind of thought they'd be about two weeks ago. Yeah. Senzel was transferred to the sixty day earlier this week or yeah, last the, weekend. If I recall, with India, his underlying he was hitting the ball harder than the outcomes would suggest. So he's one of those, you, you got to just be patient. It'll happen. And sometimes it happens, and it, it, it happened. So that is good to see because, um, remember, you know, he was crushing the ball in the minors and in, in camp, and he just never got a shot. And I don't know whether to say bloated expectations because of it, but, you know, it, it's it, he's too young to be a, a post hype, obviously. But he had that interim where, what's he doing? Where, where, is, where is he? So it's kind of nice to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about where the Reds are at. I've said on this pod before that it's a perpetual climb back to 500 for that team, but they're over 500 now. Maybe they can build on this, and they do have Hunter Green down at AAA now. He gave up four homers in, at AAA <laughs> in his debut. All four hits he gave up were home runs, four solo homers. But all people uh, were talking about was 104, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. I still have some questions about his breaking ball command and – uh, the secondaries, but I could see him debuting this year since he is again one step away and they're fi- suddenly competitive and, and in the hunt very much so. Let me throw some names at you, Todd, for pickups this week. We saw actually a busy week for the uh, top top uh, dogs in the league. Both Aaron Quinn and James Anderson, those two guys who are 1-2 in the league accounted for each of the top five pickups. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to solidify their standing atop the league, and uh, the rest of us trying to catch up with those two. So Aaron Quinn, the leader, he grabbed Ross Stripling for 14, dropping Tyler Glass now, unfortunately. I hate to see that. Uh, Stripling I just got recently with DVR as kind of a throw-in trade, and I didn't really realize how good he'd been over the last yep. five yep. starts or so. Last yep. five starts, two four five ERA, zero nine two WHIP. Are you buying this little run from Ross Stripling? Yes, yeah, I, I bought into it already. Um, yeah, did you see he kind of chastised his fielder for making a bad play in a yeah the bad run, throw you know, that yeah well you know maybe he shouldn't have made that throw sort of thing, and then he did come out and apologize afterwards, but that was just that was kind of a weird scene. I give but, him credit uh, for apologizing because that was a pretty bad look on his part. And he didn't just apologize. I mean, he apologized, but I, I forget who it was that called him out on Twitter. Uh, ben Verlander, I believe. And he, he actually replied to that thread on Twitter. You're right. It was a, you know, it was a low class move and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Never happened again. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you see, you see apologies, but you never see a, you know, I never see, I've never seen a professional athlete reply back to a you know a, someone in the media you know that was kind of you know it's kind of nice i guess but uh but anyway yeah i as far as stripling I'm, we may talk about him a little bit later but yeah i am buying in yeah he was going to be dvr's cut but he just sent him back to me to even out the deal and maybe it looks like i got a little nice 
uh, free throw in there in Ross Stripling, and maybe I'll have to look to add him in a few other leagues. Aaron Quinn also picked up Matt Manning for eight. Now Manning made his debut last night. He only went uh, he went five innings actually, but he struck out three, four hits, two earned runs, no homers. So you love to see that. A couple free passes, and they did already say that he's going to be making another start next week. Let me just see who that's against. That'll be versus St. Louis. So that's kind of nice, but uh, I I don't know because he'd really struggled at at AAA prior to the call up. So I'm a little hesitant here. Yeah, that I I tweeted about that uh, game was it was on YouTube of all places um, last night, and he looked composed. He was using his fastball a lot and using the secondaries off of it. Uh, the Angels are a tough team to strike out, so don't get overly concerned about the strikeouts, but. Yeah, it, it, what caught my eye was he was terrible in the minors. Oh, yeah, and, not just, like, kind of bad. He was, like, an ADRA or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the narrative is, and we've talked a little bit about it, is I think the top-end minor leaguers should have an advantage over the rest of the minors. And I'm pretty sure Manning was at the alternate site last year. I, we can double-check it. But, yeah, and he had a little forearm injury, too, last year. Right. Right, that's that's right, that's right. But I mean, so the whole it was surprising. But he, I mean, look composed. You look, he, he didn't look. I mean, it was an Otani game, right? Yeah. So he had so, his work cut out for him. With the yeah, I mean, he, he he hung out, he hung out in the spotlight pretty well. So, I mean, I wasn't gonna let you know a, a bad couple months in AAA deter what the main prospects people are saying about this kid. But it, I just, it, it, to me, it was interesting. I like the walk the body language for whatever that's worth, just to see. Not fidgeting, didn't, wasn't um, hit by the moment. He actually hit Otani, and then he struck the next guy out, which ah, who knows if that means anything or not. But to me, it was kind of um, showed something, wasn't shaken, right? So, yeah, that's big. Um, then there's Otani, who's just silly. It's absurd, man. He. <laughs> Went six last night. Uh, was five Ks. Did give up a homer, but a, a two seventy ERA in addition to all he's doing at the plate, batting two seventy with a bunch of homers and steals. Well, what I what I found interesting too is uh, he was on first, two outs in the inning, and I think the count was only two and two. It wasn't even full, and he like ran three. He, he, he took off for second three different times on foul balls like just before he went out to have to pitch again. So you like you shouldn't shouldn't you not be trying to steal right right before you know what if the guy strikes out now you know you just sprinted three times you know but and this comes on the on the top of oh who was it? Uh Garrett Richards a couple nights ago uh doubled and and then you know went to third on a out or whatever and the very next inning then you know didn't pitch well so the narrative was there's a pitcher, you know, on the base pass and, you know, whatever. So just, it was just so Otani's just above all that, you know, not that, not that sprinting 90 feet should be a big deal for professional athletes. I mean, I can't walk 90 feet without stopping for water, but um, so, I mean, it was just kind of, it just, it just caught my eyes. Like, why is he running? You know, he shouldn't be trying to steal uh, or, or even taking off on a. It wasn't even three and two. That was the thing. That I just. That's what it kind of. Or maybe it was, and I just need new glasses. Patrick Sandoval, Otani's teammate, was a seven dollar ad by James Anderson. So take note there, folks. Uh, seven dollars for Patrick Sandoval. And looking ahead at their projected starters, so Sandoval set for uh, Saturday tomorrow against Detroit. 
Uh, and James could plug them in because we have Friday through Thursday. That's nice. Um, yeah. Roster move or lineup move. So he'll get that one versus Detroit. But in standard leagues that are Monday through Sunday, you know, the, the Angels have two off days next week. So maybe you get Sandoval at the end of next week at Tampa Bay. But uh, the fact that they have two off days makes me a little hesitant about picking him up and using him right away without any sort of certainty. Yeah, they're going with a six-man rotation, right, the Angels? Yeah. So it's going to just be a matter of who they want to have get the day off. They want to, you know, they could play, you know, uh, you know what, Dylan, I'm just making this up. I don't know. It's like maybe, 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 Bundy, maybe you need a mental break. We'll give you this week. I don't know. He I mean, probably does need one. Yeah, I, well, it's kind of Or he's got that whiplash <laughs> that you allude to from turning his head to see all the balls flying. Yeah, exa- you know, yeah exactly. Uh, when, when someone, yeah, when a – when a bad pitcher, you know, throws a sim game, I always want to know if after every fifth pitch he turns around and pretends he's watching it leave the yard. But yeah, I mean that's why I mean I, you know it was plausible to to choose to choose Bundy. And uh, as I've said, I've taken uh, what did I write on Twitter? I haven't been so wrong in a Bundy since I wasn't all that into Kelly when I was in uh, when I was growing up. I don't know who that's a reference to. Is that a Kelly, Kelly Bundy? I don't know who that is. You know, whoa! You may have to go back and re- and take this out. You don't know who Kelly Bundy is? Can't say I do. Do I have to? Is it a married with, Google married, married with children? Oh, okay. Yeah, I do know married with children. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Christina Applegate. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, she was uh, was was not was not fanning on her or standing on her when I was growing up. Much much more as an adult. <laughs> well, yeah, I um, I could see the case, but again. Six man and five games only next week. I just maybe I'll maybe he's a guy to to grab. You know what? He's still available. What's, what's, what's funny? Don't we don't use him. We don't even have Bundy pitching next week. So uh, yeah, yeah. That's I just cut, pulled it out of the air. But you know, of all the people, maybe that's anyway. We'll see. Well, but I like work I like Sandoval. Yeah, unless I they like, want to give Bundy a turn there. But right, I like the Sandoval pickup. Yeah, I, I do too. There, if you can get it for cheap, Joey Lucchese for four. I guess I haven't really been following if he's been doing well, but apparently he. Well, I guess in this league he's got two, so that kind of makes sense because he's starting tonight. So Friday through Thursday lineups, he would get to uh, Elvis Andrews for four. You got something to add about Lucchese? I was just with with Lucchese. It's just he's just now getting stretched out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Diego six Ks five innings. So it's not a bad bet at all. Andrews for four. That was James. I know Andrews has been better lately and running oh, a little bit. Been crushing lately, but yeah. you know, we'll see how long he keeps it up. That's true. He was so bad earlier on. I actually dropped him in this league. So that was a guy I had rostered previously in this league. James now gets him for four. Gregory Soto for three. Caleb Smith for two. Uh, Chris Flexen for a buck. Joe Ross for a buck. I actually... I had Joe Ross as a zero dollar ad, and he, you know, got outbid because he went for a buck. But Joe Ross, I know some people are never Joe Ross because they've been burned so many times. Maybe this is like my new Nick Pavetta that I just haven't been burned as as much as other people. Um, when eight innings his most recent start is on a decent run. I guess the June fifth outing gave him four runs, but none of those were earned, so that kind of skews things favorably for him. But uh, over his last four outings, he has a 157 ERA, 087 whip, 24 to 6K to walk. Is this one where it's fool's gold? 
I, I mean, that's tough to fake, you know. I mean, two yeah. two home runs in that in that stretch, and uh, only fourteen hits. So sure, he, sure he's he's you know running you know hit it, you know pitched into some pretty decent luck at Atlanta, at Philly, then the you know your Reds, and then Cincinnati and San Francisco. Not the easiest of lineups, and I believe that he's pitching part of the double header. He's not going today. Uh, sorry, he, is he going today? But he's he he should also have two next week, is what I'm saying. There's been some confusion whether Eric Fetty uh, will will pitch tomorrow or not. But uh, MLB.com has Eric Fetty as do we. Uh, so uh, I so that line Ross up for at Miami next week. Yeah, so it's not there, there's obvious risk, but I understand the the um, I'm not never Joe Ross, but. He's so, we only have one in standard formats next week, so he's probably not someone I'm looking at. But um, I can see the pickup for sure. Yeah, you, gotta other, act. I mean, you gotta act yeah. on yeah. small samples, and yeah, I'm the, fine taking the chance. I mean, Soto, just a chance for saves, eh, flex, and eh. there was another one of the other starters in there I, I kind of didn't like, but uh, you know, it's all contextual. Yeah, Caleb Smith was in that bunch. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of him, but Colby Allard was picked up. Uh, Nick Senzel was the drop there. Zach Thompson of Miami. Uh, I don't really know what the appeal is there, but the, the guy who picked him up is pretty high in the rankings this year. Well, the, the appeal is a pitcher. He pitches for Miami. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's in, he, there's some question whether he pitches uh, today. Oh, he might pitch. oh, yeah, we have him as the we have him, Yeah, we have him today, but MLB.com still has it to be undecided. Yeah. So this so, is our best guess, Zach. Tom. Right. No, yeah. I mean, and we've been best guessing pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guys are fantastic at that. Adam yeah, Wolf and everybody chips in and does a great yeah, job. Because I, I, do, I do the daily notes for our ESPN. So we need to, you know, every the pitching every day. And more often than not, you know, it's, if if we have a guy in there and and ESPN or MLB has TBD to be determined, I'll I'll go with our guy. I'll give him a ranking, whatever. And it's I haven't. I, it's rarely been a time where I had to say, oh, I got burned. So and so came in instead. So that's it's kind of neat. That's yeah. great. That's a testament to the crew working on the grid, which is a team effort. Uh, but a lot of Adam Wolf who does great work there. Uh, mentioned Colby Allard. Michael Walker was a buck, and then among the zero dollar ads, I got Demarcus Evans. Dropping Mike Fultonevich. Now Evans had a bit of a hiccup recently. Gave up a couple walks and a homer, but he was pitching really well before that. I still feel like he's a second half closer. Plus, I have Ian Kennedy in this league, so it's kind of call it a handcuff if you want. I don't necessarily think that's always a good idea. Uh, rarely a good idea, but in this case, you know, Sabor's blew a save, and I, I do feel like Evans is a good bet to to close for that team later on. And the thing is. I if Kennedy, I think. Or I, I should start it by saying, I, I I think we can start to see trades for the you know trades for the future in MLB soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they're going to wait till July thirtieth. And yeah. someone like you know Kennedy, Kennedy be gone as soon as he shows that he's back. Right, he had twelve saves before he before he got hurt. Came back very quickly couple good outings he could be back on the block for some of these teams that need somebody so you may not have to be stashing Evans for six weeks yeah and uh, plus I had picked up Cisnero last week that didn't last long and uh <laughs> so yeah I was like Lucas Sims but I feel like I needed another 
I needed some security behind Kennedy, who has been my best closer so far. Uh, well, that'll do it for pickups. Let's get into the two-start starters. But first, let's throw to a word from our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Now we're back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast sponsored by WinBet. Clayling here with Todd Zola. Grading all of next week's two-start pitchers on a zero to five scale. Uh, these kind of correlate with, well, at least Todd's grades on zero to five correlate with his weekly pitcher rankings at rotowire.com. So definitely be sure to check those out closer to lineup lock for you know better uh, better idea of, of where these guys stand because a lot will change between now and you know Monday afternoon. Uh, so Todd getting into this tentatively, Merrill Kelly lines up for two for Arizona, Arizona, this like road losing streak is just epic. It's, uh, I know like the Pittsburgh Alleghenies or somebody (laughs) saw the the graphic, it lost like 40 straight road games back in the 1900s. Uh, but I can't remember in the modern era, a losing streak this bad. Merrill Kelly though, versus Milwaukee at San Diego. So he gets one at home, but I think I got to give Merrill Kelly a, maybe a one, and that's being generous, probably. Yeah, I, here's a guy who I had higher expectations for. I probably need to lower my uh, initial baseline to get him lower. I think I am in the in the two range now. I'm going to stick with a two, uh, but it may it may drop. But um, I have to because just as you think, just as I'm off him again, he goes out and throws a decent outing. Mm-hmm. 
So he he had thoracic outlet, I believe. So it's still we're not exactly sure how it'll end up being. But um, yeah, those Diamondbacks. I mean, even Zach Allen couldn't break the streak yesterday. Yeah, maybe I'm putting too much into just the supporting cast struggles and the the entire team being bad lately. But I I'm going to stick with a one on Kelly no, for, no, for Atlanta. Ian Anderson, Charlie Morton. Now at the bats, then at Cincinnati. Ian Anderson, I think there's – it's hard for me to imagine a scenario where if I have him, I'm not starting him. So I think I'm going to give him a five, and then Morton, I think, a four. Um, I'll stick by that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. As a matter of – I think – well, I know I have Ian Anderson. I actually have both top 20. I'm going to go five on both. I think Morton um, – I have actually Morton higher. Morton is fine. He had a little early season blip but the numbers were fine. And, and ever since then, he's just been Charlie Morton again. So I'm going five. You know, uh, I, he's one guy who I haven't really heard much about with this whole s- spider tech thing. And he kind of had that career. Well, he did have that career renaissance with Houston. So I was a little worried about him with all this, but he seems to be just fine. Um, yeah. Now the, and he's the, not like a huge spin rate guy, is he? Uh, no. And the thing with, and I've actually been asked about, Houston and before this all the spider attack came out they were just they were just good at looking at what a pitcher does well and having them focus on it it's not it's not all what they're applying to the ball with Houston yeah it's not just I, sticky stuff. and I think it's getting overlooked that they were a smart organization uh, I mean they liked pitchers with spin because they knew that that was a good thing and they knew how to leverage that properly it doesn't mean that they are you know they, they knew how to put stuff on their fingers uh so i i think houston needs a little bit of credit for just being ahead of the curve and people are kind of convoluting that philosophy with the whole i use the word cheating thing but um yeah so morton was one of the in the four and, and garrett cole well was someone who when they when they picked him up they 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 altered his repertoire more than anything else to take advantage of what he does well I know when when Cole joined Houston and uh, was just killing it, that's kind of when around that time was when Bauer did the thing where for one inning he applied the sticky stuff and he showed that he could spike all his spin rates in a major way. And um, So I think that's maybe part of the mix, but I'm with you that that's definitely not all of what's behind the success of Houston's pitchers. In right, right, years. right. Definitely not. Now, Keegan Aiken, Jorge Lopez for Baltimore. I got zeros here. I imagine the same for you. Any reason to uh, – Go into these two further. Uh, I mean, I, I guess Aiken's someone to watch. He could develop into a one or a two <laughs> down the line. Uh, maybe people think higher. Not a no. number one, number two in the no, 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 no. He, he, we may be giving a one or two rank next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. no not even a t- yeah, no. No way. Uh, well, who knows if he ends up being a top end? But he's not. Not. Pre- uh, projected in that manner but no zeros for now erod at tampa bay versus the yankees do you have any idea what's up with erod i assume he's just, he's fatigued and whatnot but six two one era it's it's hard to really uh feel good about trotting this guy out right now in your fantasy well, lineup yeah it's in the, the underlying metrics are much better but as we've talked about in these sort of instances it's never all bad luck right there's bad right. pitching involved I do expect him to, to get better, but uh, this is an, you know this is one of those. This is one of those you know my classic. If 
if you think he's going to get better, you got to use him now. Mm-hmm. I've got him as a three. Okay. Um, I got him as a two, but three sounds three sounds well, reasonable. Well, three is you know three is the spreadsheet saying three. Yeah. Two is the uh, you know the the, the recency eyes. bias. And, and I, and to be honest, I I have not dumped in my recent the, the the like the last two or three weeks worth of data. So if that and I did, he did have a bad start in that run, so he may drop. Okay. Uh, I just I, I didn't have time to completely do everything. This is just kind of a guideline. I, I do a lot more finessing with the, uh, the the before the final list. But yeah, he's um I can't I can't you know point to this and say well uh, he's just not getting enough swinging strikes on this. I mean it, everything just looks a little bit down, and whether it's the fatigue or whether that's a convenient excuse, I don't know. But uh, Red Sox pitching in general, uh, the regression monster decided to hit all at once with the uh, with the home run corrections, and they just would get they were getting crushed. Toronto will do that to you though. <laughs> yeah, Toronto, yeah, Toronto will, will catch up to you in Houston. Uh, now that they've been facing Atlanta, now Kansas City, uh, the pitching will suddenly get better. But um, yeah, it was it, as a Red Sox fan. It's it's you know are they now a team that can hang in against lesser teams, but when they face the iron, they get in trouble. That's maybe what it is. But Chris Hill comes back. Some couple you know the some couple of things happen. It's not over yet, but um, it was sort of a big comeuppance for the well. We'll get to the Red Sox in a moment for the Red Sox staff to see the home runs start to pick up. Yeah. So Erod, I mean. The versus New York Yankees aren't that scary, but it's still a little scary there. And I just I'm gonna go two for him, but yeah, the Yankees um, the Yankees are like the bottom ten for runs average average runs per game. That's just are they really? yeah. Bottom ten, wow. Bottom ten. It's just I mean, granted, when you're in that when you're in that, you know, that range, it's really close. You know how yeah, yeah. it's like a bell curve. The guys at the top are scoring a bunch, the guys at the bottom are are barely scoring in that, and, you know, in that, whatever that that I don't know, eighteen to twenty. Well, not so much. Yeah, the twelve to twenty six range or twenty five range are all tight. But anyway, so for the Cubs, Albert Alzali, he is uh, versus Cleveland at LAD. Maybe Kyle Hendricks gets a second one, but we're projecting Trevor Williams to return. So Alzali has been pretty darn good, I think. Let me look at uh yeah, he's been battling a finger issue lately, so that's been one thing that's uh he hasn't pitched since June seventh and he threw three innings there. Maybe you worry a little bit about the workload and his his return, but uh again tentatively lined up for two. Because of the finger issue though, I think I'm gonna only give Alzale a I think I'm gonna put him on the E Rod level and give him a two. Uh I I'm going three, but I can I can see I can see the trepidation. But I'm going three. Tyler Malley's been really pretty darn good at Minnesota. Yeah, maybe I'll have to drive down to or drive up to Minnesota for that game. I'm already going to Minnesota the following weekend, so maybe I'll just go up and stay all week. Nice, because the Reds are at Minnesota. Little uh, interleague play earlier next uh, early next week. But Tyler Malley, I think he's a five at this point. I have him ranked. All right, so he's twenty-one. Do I have a do I have a header? Yeah, he's twenty. So yeah, number twenty is a five. One to twenty is a five. So he's exactly, that exactly at that twenty. Yep, yeah, yeah, he is a uh, you know Minnesota. You're not scared of anymore. 
Mm-hmm. And Atlanta, eh, even both of those offenses should be a little bit better than, or, or on paper, we thought they'd be better than there are. But um, yeah, that's uh, Molly. I don't want to say quietly because fantasy knows what's going on, but certainly to the you know to the general public, what he he's still not a household name and uh, pitching a lot better than the layman may under, may realize. Yeah, and look out for Luis Castillo pitching better, and Tony Woo! Santillan may be a pickup depending on how he does tonight. Uh, he does have a one nine three ERA currently, so in his debut, he was pretty good in terms of run prevention, but he completely lost his command late. Uh, they had to pull him after he gave up, I think, back-to-back walks. And, you know, the command right. is an issue, so just be uh, be careful there, I'd say. Aaron Savali, Eli Morgan for Cleveland. Savali, even though he kind of was not great his last outing, he did get his 10th win. So he's 10-2 and two at Cubs, at Minnesota. I don't think I can put him on the, the Tyler Malley level quite yet just because I do worry about these matchups a little bit. The Cubs aren't that scary, but I don't know. I think I'm going to give him a four, just maybe hedging a little bit because I have a ton of Savali on my own team. I do as well. I'm going to – I have him a five, uh, but he's due some regression too. Yeah, he's yeah. not not quite as good as he is now. Is it going to just – you know, is he just going to get whacked or is it going to be gentle? Remains to be seen. But, no, I've, I think he is a five. And but I am a little concerned. I don't know if he's a sell high because I don't think you can get that much back for him. Yeah. But I, I think the numbers will suffer a little bit going forward. Yeah, just expect a little regression blow. Yeah. Now Eli yeah. Morgan, he's got a ERA north of 12. There's nothing really there to see. Nope, not at all. Not at all. So zero for Eli Morgan. Now Colorado, they got two off days, so nobody projected for two for them. Same deal with the White Sox. So a uh, couple off days for both of those teams. What about uh, Tariq Skubal's getting getting some uh, helium, you could say, in season versus St. Louis versus Houston? I liked what I've seen from Skubal lately, and I think I'm going to give him a four. Yeah, both home games. I need to check my basis on him because I have him in the in the two range, but I think he should be higher. So I'm going to give him a three, and – make a note to take a look at what's going on, why I'm in the four range now. You're going to give him a three? Okay. I'm going to give him a three. I mean, yeah, he's he very well. He, he's, I, if I was just doing it off my top of my head, I'd probably give him a four. Um, and he's his recent performance has been good, so that he may go up all by itself. Or I just may be shortchanging innings. Um, Houston is just – uh, it's Houston scares me. Man, they they scare they, they scare Jacob Degrom. Well, maybe not that much, but um, yeah, no, that, that that's a scary a scary outing. What about Jake Odorizzi at Baltimore at Detroit? Great matchups there. Um, they've been kind of doing. I mean, they have just so many good arms there. I do kind of wonder if like you know maybe they shorten Odorizzi up a little bit. He was just pitching in relief. He threw four innings. June 15th. It was very briefly in, in relief. Um, I think I got to give him like a four, though, because of the matchups. Yeah, I'm going to give him a three on the matchups based on the matchup. Yeah, that's, I mean, man, wouldn't you like to, wouldn't wouldn't it be cool if we talk about Christian Javier facing these two teams? I know. You know, <laughs> but it's Oda Rizzi. Um, I ain't, you know, I've, I'm going to, I'm giving him a three. I, just, I'm not, I have not been impressed by what I've seen. 
But yeah, these are actually, I mean, Baltimore's lineup isn't terrible and it's at Baltimore. Yeah, I can't give them a four. I'm bumping them down to a three. Good. You talked me into it. I was going to say, I'm going to put you on a penalty for two weeks if you don't change it. (laughs) I mean, that'd be fair because he has been pretty rotten and you just don't know how long he's going to go. But at Baltimore, at Detroit, yeah, I'll give him a three. That's I can't go higher than that. Thank you for your words of reason. Uh, Mike Miner at the Yankees at Texas. I think I picked up Miner in one league where he was dropped. I think an online championship league. Or at least I made a pretty strong play to grab him. How do you feel about this two-step for Miner? I think I'm going to give him a four. Um, I got him in the five range, which may be generous. But, again, my I, I have him – Everything is based on my, you know, projection, and it's pretty strong. And we're at the point of the year where the 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 the, the, the in season is is taking hold and changing things. Yeah. But I also need to. It's about the time of the year where I need to do a total refresh and just see how I'm doing uh, relative to my initial expectations, and I may need to change some of those. But. Um, and part of it is, like I mentioned before, the Yankees just aren't scoring. Mm-hmm. So it's probably the spreadsheet picks that up, but our heads are like, it's the Yankees. It's at New York. It's scary. Um, so I'm going to stick with a five. I'm, I, I, you know what? I trust the system. I'm sticking with a five. I'm a little surprised Jackson Coar wasn't already sent down. You'd think since they didn't swap him out for a fresh arm that he probably will make another start next week. That'd be in the Yankee well, Stadium. That'd be. I mean, this guy has been brutal. It's, well, he it, Kansas City is not officially announced to start it for tonight against Boston. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so we, yeah, we've got Coars penciled in, and um, we, we shall see if, if what's going on there. Yeah, um, maybe they give him one last chance to write the ship, but they. I guess maybe they could give Daniel Lynch another look at some point. They have some. They have some other options, but right. Uh, the fact that they didn't send Coar down after that second brutal outing does make yeah, me think it, he gets another chance. It may be that Kansas City is looking to do a bullpen game tonight, and they wanted to see what they needed up to the to, up to tonight to, to before they schedule it. But sure, it's it's like you. All right, we understand Jackson. Uh, you haven't looked so good. We're going to give you one more shot. Uh, go face the Red Sox. That's uh, <laughs> you'll get him, kid. Yeah, yeah. I was mispronouncing his name as Coward, as Coar. I apologize for that. You live and you learn. Uh, Angels, two off days, no, no two start starters for them. But the Dodgers have seven games, so they got Julio Urias, Clayton Kershaw, both fives for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you Nothing know, too anecdotal. To there. You know, anecdotal. The Dodgers are a team that I did some work and. Every single one of their starters shows up as a top 30 spin in one of the four pitches that need spin. And it could just be that they're very, very good pitchers. And it could be something to take an eye, keep an eye on. But, yeah, no, I got Kershaw. Kershaw popped up pretty high on your Yeah, on, on your several list. On several yeah. Lists. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they're, I got them, they're both top 10, let alone top five for me. Very nice. Okay, I'm sorry, top so- 20, yeah. Okay, yeah, top 20. What about Sandy? I imagine Sandy Alcantara is in that top 20 versus Toronto versus Washington. Does he make the five cut for you? You could have said top five, and I would have said yes. Okay, yeah, he's nice. top five, yeah. Need to get him some wins. That Marlins team's pretty bad, but uh, 
still love you still feel pretty good about that staff whenever they well they're both at home which helps as far as the 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 ratios go toronto i mean obviously very good team washington i mean it'll be tough to pick a win up but he's going to help you everywhere else he's not he doesn't crush it with, with strikeouts but with two starts they should be good enough to get by so brewers are they going five or are they going six man right now I think so because they got Brett Anderson and Lauer. Either way, we don't have two, any two steppers for them tentatively. Um, now for Minnesota, Jay Happ versus Cincinnati versus Cleveland. Any any reason to roll the dice? There's still something there with Jay Happ. <laughs> he's at 102, which means he's technically a zero. So, uh... <laughs> all right, yeah, I think I'm going to give him a zero too, just because you're playing with fire too much there. And I I've think had, so. Yeah, I know that early on you're pretty aggressive with your two starts, but don't you think now it's pretty – you want to kind of yeah, tighten, well, it up, tighten it up? Exactly. It, it, aggressive early on mainly because of the, the run environment is is lower in April and May. The colder it's now, months, yeah, yeah. It's now warmer. It's been 90 degrees, 100 degrees in Colorado. Jeez, really? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's still – it's it's going to be another warm weekend in Colorado um, for the, the final – end up their homestand before the Rockies go away again. You talk about Milwaukee. Uh, Brendan Woodruff was looking like he would become a verb, but he uh, he, he, he fended it off. Five runs mm-hmm. in two innings, but he, he, uh, he ends up with five runs in five innings. So Woodruff is not a verb yet. Just real quick, not a two-start starter for next week, but Bailey Ober was a name that I considered putting a $0 ad on. I'm surprised you to see he didn't even get picked up. So I must have had him behind Demarcus Evans among priorities, but still, uh, Bailey Ober showed a little something and has shown a little something so far. I uh, did have a little four-run hiccup in his very first outing, but uh, since he's gone 13 innings in a 208 ERA, 108 WHIP, 17 Ks against only one strikeout in his last 13 innings. You interested at all in Bailey Ober, or do you need to see more? Uh, I need to see more. The numbers in the farm were okay. Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, ahead of his level so it's it's tough to really really judge and especially this year um 25 years old against a you know a watered down triple a at least at the beginning you know what his numbers are better than i would have expected so i probably do need to take a look but i'm not i'm not well plus i think he's got your juggernaut next week doesn't he yeah at home but yeah yeah. He's got the red, so I need. I, I guess I need to take a deeper look. It, it, he didn't excite me, but I, I, you can't. You can't let your first impression, even if it not, especially if your first impression is not backed by data. You can't let your first impression override, and that's just the the human mind. That's what it does, and uh, so I, I, you know, that's what I like spreadsheets because they don't think like that. But if you don't tell the spreadsheet that he's a little better than he is, I mean, right now I have him ranked 132nd. So uh, maybe I need to reevaluate the expectations. Well, he'll be a guy you probably talk about with your mystery partner next week or <laughs> yeah, a week from today because he'll be on the two-start list, assuming he makes it through you know, with some success on uh, Tuesday against the Reds. Um, now, Jacob deGrom, that's an obvious five. Garrett Cole's a five, so we can just well, <laughs> make quick work of these. Right, but you get you know I, it's we're not telling anybody people that they don't know, but you know Degrom comes with that asterisk, you know. Is he, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, right now he's going to start. We'll see. 
That's true. Now, Frankie Montas, Cole Irvin, you uh, gave some prescient words on Irvin a couple months ago, and he did, you know, the K's as they came down, he got knocked around a little bit. But at Texas, at San Francisco, pretty nice. Montas, I think I'll give a three and Irvin a two. I agree with Montas, control effing Irvin. And, uh, yeah, I have him in the two range. So uh, San Francisco is no longer a pushover, uh, but the park is really, really good. At Texas is so nice, and I, I do have him in a, a couple leagues, including head to head, where you know it's you have to eat a negative if you have a bad outing, but just you know you're not damaging your season long ratios. So, mm-hmm. right, um, I feel a little bit better about trotting him out there. Kind of mitigates the risk. Zach Eflin versus the Mets at Washington. They have two off days, so this is tentative. Although they do have a double header, so that would make sense. They have a doubleheader on Friday. So um, Eflin would line up for two. I think he's been okay. I think I'm going to give him a three. Got him in a two range. Okay. And I, um, the at New York is is helping him because the Mets offense is down and City's such a great base to pitch. But the Mets have some players coming back. McNeil and Conforto coming back. So – that that I may have to go back to the three range. I think Eflin's been isn't he been going deep into games, but not pitching quite as well as you would expect for someone going so deep into the ball games kind of thing. Yeah, it looks like he's gone at least five and all but one outing this year. He's gone deep enough to qualify all but once, which is pretty. Impressive. Well, that, that that's good. Now I it's um I just to me he's, he's one of those guys that. Eh, you know what? The strikeouts are there. I was going to say, maybe I'm wrong about that that, that narrative, but um, it's one of those guys that's maybe better for points leagues. But I, I think he's fine. He's, I mean, six innings. I mean, he, you mentioned long enough to qualify. He's gone at least six innings in all but two starts, two of his last three, unfortunately. Yeah. But he's gone at least six innings in, in all but two of his starts. And I think that's where my in my head thinking the points league because innings innings matter in points leagues and his ratios aren't fantastic. They're not bad. One point two four whips a little high, but I think you know I think yeah he is. I'm not con. I mean he's still there's a risk. He's he's good good home run prevention, but um definitely still risk. Are you sticking two or are you going three? Oh, I'm going actually. I'm, I'm I'm reinforcing two taking a look okay. at these numbers. Uh, but it's just one of those things where. Uh, even though he's going so deep into ball games, he's you think he'd be better if you if I were to tell you he's pitched six innings in all but two starts, you'd expect something more than a three nine nine one two four. That's true, true. Um, so I got you down as a two there, yeah. Now, Tyler, oh, I'm, Anderson. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, four, four. Oh, four, yes. I'm, I, I, I'm thinking backwards whenever I look at my numbers. Okay. Um, if it's like I'm thinking, it's it's in the second gradient, which is a four for a ranking. So you. once in a while, my bass backwards brain. Uh, so yeah, I I actually have him as a four. Okay, cool. I wanted to get that right. Glad we clarified that. Uh, Tyler Anderson, I ate that nine earned run outing in one league, and thankfully I dropped him, so I didn't have to eat this most recent six earned run outing. Uh, so he's given up. Let's see here. 22 earned runs in his last 27 and a third. Uh, if you haven't already, I think it's time to move on and upgrade that roster spot. I'll, I'll give him a zero, actually. 
Uh, I need to do a deeper dive. And I mean, I know he's been terrible lately, but he was pretty good earlier on. Um, I'm going to give him a one, a tenant of one. Yeah. The, the White Sox, I know that whole narrative about like, you know, lefty mashers is kind of passe and disproven by a lot of numbers, but I still do really worry about a, a lefty matchup against the White Sox. That scares the hell out of me. Uh, Blake Snell versus the Dodgers versus Arizona. <laughs> it's been so frustrating. I actually took him out of my lineup for his best start, threw him back in. <laughs> so, I mean, the the Blake Snell on my active roster and staff keeper league has been even worse than you know his overall numbers, which is hard to do. Uh, versus the Dodgers versus Arizona. I think Snell, I think I may give him a two. And he may be a drop in some leagues. Yeah, I, I have not... Not that if I had my eyeballs on him, I'd have a much better, uh, you know, viewpoint. I don't know. I just I just haven't seen him. And it's weird because I watch a lot of San Diego games. I am in the three range. You know, two two home games helps, right? I mean, two, yeah. even even if they are L.A. and one of them, two home games in Petco Park helps a lot. I am in the three range. This could be a week to take a look, you know, at least take a look to see where, you know, going forward because – is he a buy low or it's weird? Not many guys are either buy low or, or drop. Well, I guess a lot of guys are, but well, I mean, I, the range I of outcomes maybe is maybe a huge. drop. I, I take that back because I can't see myself dropping him, but he's kind of getting to that point almost. Yeah, um, I, I haven't seen. I I have not seen. You know what's going on? What's I don't know what's why he is so terrible. And um, I know this. You know he's not as pitch efficient, so the whole. Taking out of games early isn't just, uh, you know, talent-wise. He's pitch efficiency, but yeah, he he he's frustrating. And the Dodger matchup, the Dodger bats are starting. You know, I just you know waking up again, even though they're out. Maybe Bellinger will be back. We'll see. But um, that's just that's a I got I have him a three, and I will leave him there for now. The Mariners and Giants, they have five games apiece. Seems like a lot of. Five game weeks for teams next week. Ninety two games this week. We're back. We went. We, we were at a ninety nine week. We're back down to ninety two. If you look at the schedule, um, one of the days is it Wednesday or Friday? I think has has a bunch of off days. It's like why? What? Yeah, I hate Friday good. off days. A <laughs> uh, Johan Oviedo for St. Louis at Detroit versus Pitt doesn't get much better than that for the matchups. You thinking about picking up Oviedo? I think I'm going to give him a two. I suppose, yeah, and, and it's and it's Wednesday that has the off days. It's not Friday, um, and that's oh, just a bunch of it's a bunch of interleague ser- two game, a bunch of two game interleague series is uh, why why they have to do that. that um, oh, I like yeah, I like pitching. I like St. Louis pitchers. I like pitching in when they have to pitch at home. You know, I, we haven't seen a whole lot in, in the at Detroit. It's not so. I mean, it's not home, but it's not a bad matchup. Yeah, I, I need to check. I have him ranked below 100, but I need to do a double check on that. Uh, I mean, not just be giving – it may just be that he hasn't gone deep in the ball games. Yeah. And if I feel he's ready to go five, five, and a third, the difference in ranking between when I do a four for innings and a five for innings is huge because I take away the win expectancy with four innings. Mm-hmm. Adding that back in, even though it's just one extra inning – and, and then it is enough to maybe jump him back up. 
So if he's outside the top 100, would he be a zero then technically? Yeah, right. But I, I have to, I guess I, I can double check it right yeah. now. Yeah, I may need if he, if I, is he ready? If he's ready to throw five, five and a third, I don't know if he is. That that's a good question. Yeah, good that, question. That, that, yeah, that's um, that would be the that would be the. Well, he went seven innings check. in his most recent outing, but he's only gone five one other time and eight. Right, but having gone seven, yeah, having gone seven, that's big. It's enough to start. At least, because he hadn't, I mean, he hadn't gone more than, you know, well, he went five second start of the season. But, right, it looks to me like I can comfortably project him for five, five and a third, something of that effect, and he'll probably jump into the one or two range. Yeah, that that's seven innings in his most recent outing, that does make you feel more confident. So I'll give you a one for now. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Okay, now, yeah, Ryan Yarborough had a little bit of a hiccup his last time out, but his uh, prior – Seven appearances, 38 and two-thirds innings. He'd had a 303 ERA, a 093 whip, 33 to 6 K to walk. Did have nine homers there. So the home runs have were even a problem, even when he was pitching really well. Um, I know you've been a Ryan Yarbrough fan for a while. What do you think about versus Boston versus LAA? Don't love it. Uh no. the, the thing with 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 Yarbrough is, and I, I you know I mentioned this a couple times, is in general. Tampa does a really good job of protecting their pitchers from just nightmare outings. Yarbrough's had a couple nightmare outings. So I, I think there's more risk with Ryan Yarbrough than there's been previously. But I still he's he's still baffling, et cetera. I'm gonna give him a th- what am I gonna give him a three? Am I gonna give him a three? I wanna say three, so I guess I'll just say three. All right, I'll say three. All right, I got him a two, but I got I'm gonna mark you down as a three for Ryan Yarbrough. Now, as we wrap things up today, we got uh two for Texas, Kyle Gibson, Jordan Lyles. Man, Kyle Gibson, how is he doing this? Seems like smoke and mirrors, but I also I, haven't really watched him with my own two eyes. It's not he his strike. We don't you don't think of him as a strikeout pitcher. Yeah, but his K percent. I think he had one 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 blip along the way. It's gotten better every year for like the past five years. And this year, are pretty darn good too. I mean, this year he's got what he's got. It's fallen back this year. It fell back last year. Uh, Sixty-one strikeouts in seventy-seven and two-thirds. So my argument's not quite as strong. Well, what he's doing is five homers in seventy-seven innings. <laughs> that's that's, yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, and fifty-eight. So yeah, there's there's some. There's some BABIP and there's some home up or fly ball luck. Uh, the, the skills aren't great. So he is due. Yeah, he, he's due some regression. I guess I just think the landing might be a little softer than other people give credit for. So uh, as far as the ranking goes, who are the, who are the opponents again? Really good matchups. It is versus Oakland versus Kansas City. So I'm going to give I'm going to give Gibson a four, I think. Yeah, I agree. And Lyles, I actually kind of like him as a pickup. He hasn't been very good, but I mean, versus Oakland isn't great, but two at home and one of those against KC, I actually think I could see myself having him on a few priority lists, a few waterfalls, if you will. Um, So, yeah, I think I'm going to give Lyles a two. Agree. Agree. Very nice. Okay, so uh, last one here. Ross Stripling, a guy we talked about at the very top. He was the top ad in the Rotowire Stake League. I didn't have the $14. That's correct. I do not have $14 fab dollars left, so I couldn't have even 
topped Aaron Quinn if I wanted to on Ross Stripling, but I'm very much interested in leagues where I can afford him at Miami versus Baltimore. We talked about how well he's pitching lately. I'm going to give Ross Stripling a three bordering on a four. That's, that's exactly where I have him ranked at 43. Uh, you know, one, you know, 21 to 40 is a four. So that's exactly where I have him ranked. I'm going to lift him into the two range. I have four range though. Okay. So you're getting him a four. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, before I recap these, got anything else on your mind? Uh, let's see. What's on my mind? Well, I want to wish you a happy, happy break. I'm glad to hear you get a little man. bit of time there. That, that, that's, that's, uh, Good, uh, good for you. What did we have? Yeah, we have a, uh, we have a, you know, there's so much serious stuff going on now with the spider tech and everything else. I have a fun little tout table coming up where, uh, the question was while everybody else is charting every single spin rate and velocity, I'm going to be blank. Fill in the fill in, yeah. So we've had some, uh, We've had some interesting responses, to say the least. So uh, trying to show that we're still supposed to be having fun, folks. Twitter's getting a little bit, I don't use the word ugly, but there's been some weird stuff going on on Twitter lately. Kind of hoping that stuff would clean up when people get to go outside and enjoy themselves again, but it seems to be getting even worse. But uh, it's kind of, it's, it's just, it's been weird. So remember, you know, have some fun, folks. This is all supposed to be fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to respond to that towel table. I, I'm pretty much just turning off for the next <laughs> two weeks. I'll still be around early next week, but I just I got to just step away from baseball. We've been running so hard for really dating back to the magazine crunch time. And yeah, I'm I, uh, looking forward to the All Star. I know most everybody from the site, the the company will be going to Vegas. It's not in my budget this year, but a hotel room on the Cape is to watch some Cape Cod League ball. So while you guys are gallivanting on Vegas, I'll be heading that on my, my mini vacation. And the All-Star break is a little early. It's less than a month away. It's like July 13th is the All-Star game, I think. Yeah, and I think the MLB draft was moved back to line up yeah. with that. So I'm, I'm actually not going to Vegas with uh, the company either, but you know, taking some other trips this summer, so I decided to hang back. But I'll be uh, – yeah, while everybody else is in Vegas, a few of us will be uh, doing – Doing some MLB draft coverage. James will be having a big hand in that. Uh, nice. Pre-writing a lot of those. But to recap, our two-star pitcher grades for the week of June 21st, 2021. Merrill Kelly, I say one, Todd two. Ian Anderson, five. Charlie Morton, I say four, Todd five. Keegan Aiken and Jorge Lopez, zeros. Eduardo Rodriguez, I say two, Todd three. Adbert Alzale, Two, Todd, three. Tyler Malley, five. Aaron Savali, I say four, Todd, five. Eli Morgan, zero. Tariq Skubal, I say four, Todd, three. Jake Odorizzi, three. Mike Miner, I say four, Todd, five. Julio Urias and Clayton Kershaw, both fives. Sandy Alcantara, five. Jay Happ, zero. Jacob DeGrom, five. Garrett Cole, five. Frankie Montas, three. Cole Irvin, two. Zach Eflin, I say three, Todd, four. Tyler Anderson, I say zero, Todd one. Blake Snell, I say two, Todd three. Johan Oviedo, two, Todd one. Ryan Yarbrough, I say two, Todd three. Kyle Gibson, four. Jordan Lyles, two. Ross Stripling, I say three, Todd four. Well, that'll do it for us. I'll look forward, Todd, to seeing 
the big reveal of your uh, mystery partner next Friday. And uh, also maybe catch you and Joe Bartle on MLB Network Radio tomorrow. Uh, be good to yourselves uh, in the next week or week plus, and we'll catch you soon on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. Try Rotowire today, free for ten days. Get our premium tools, rankings, analysis, and breaking news alerts. No credit card required. Go to rotowire.com forward slash. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.